Yo, I'm Chad. And this is Eric. And together we are... Uh, see, I was thinking more Spider-Man radioactive. I don't even know what that is. That is that the, the 90s cartoon? The 90s cartoon. Uh, I'm going to trump you with the 80s cartoon. <laughs> if if I knew the uh, the Japanese opener to Spider Man, I would sew on there right now. You could probably just make it up. It would sound close. To that. <laughs> it probably has children singing. Yeah, it. it's that old. Sorting high, and you don't know what he will bring. It's power of the spider. That's right. They're all like Spider Man, la la, Spider Man, la la la, la 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 la, la Spider Man. So we both saw the Amazing Spider Man two. That's right. And get ready for some spoilers, people. I tried to convince Eric to do a non-spoiler quick review, but no, it can't. It's not possible. Nope. Sorry, I'm spoiler man. <laughs> we, both, we both saw it. On times that only one of us has uh, seen a movie, we had to give you the non-spoiler version. But we both saw it, therefore, we just got to jump whole hog. And once you've seen the movie, you'll understand that you can't really give a review of this movie without talking about all its uh, nooks and crannies. Well, you know God what? God damn it. What? I'm watching... I've got Spider-Man 2, Tobey Maguire, on mute on the TV right now. Uh-huh. That motherfucker <laughs> keeps taking his mask off over and over again yeah. while wearing Spider-Man costume. Well, Pisses me off. Pisses me off. But that's the first shot fired for Amazing Spider-Man 2. Oh. Spider-Man keeps the mask on. Yeah, you know, that that's like that's like the checklist of like, all right, things that the Jumpman podcast told us would be much better if we did the, if we did Amazing Spider-Man 2. Okay, number one, keep the mask on. I mean... The Amazing Spider-Man 2, they got it right. Let's for I mean, there's chunks of time when Spider-Man is not in the movie. Mm-hmm. You could debate if that was good or not. But at least, so they give the actor Andrew Garfield plenty of time to act. When it's Spider-Man time, he keeps the mask on. Except mm. for one brief moment, and in that time, I will actually allow it. But fucking Spider-Man 2, Tobey Maguire, I'm just watching him. He's following these crooks in a convertible, and he disarms both of them and webs both of them, jumps into the driver's seat, and then takes off his mask and drives down fucking New York, <laughs> uh, Times Square. You know, he's just driving. Like, everyone that's in uh, that's in other cars just saw him swoop down and disarm <laughs> these two guys. And then he fucking takes his mask off. Look, I understand this movie came out three years before YouTube, but still, he fucking took his... I mean, everyone knows who Spider-Man is by the end of this movie because they fucking pass him around like Jesus on the subway <laughs> right. with his mask off there. So uh, I, this is like a terrible way to jump into our review of Amazing Spider-Man 2. But let me just start by saying, Amazing's, in my opinion, Amazing Spider-Man 2 is the best of the five Spider-Man movies so far. Doesn't mean it's a great movie, but it is the best of the five Spider-Man movies so far, in my opinion. Absolutely. And yeah, I don't think it's even... It's not fair to compare... Uh, these new movies to the last uh, three because you know it, it was like uh, the first of the Sam Raimi Spider-Man came out it was a big deal it was a yeah. big deal for comic book movies it was a huge blockbuster whether or not it was good they, like the X-Men movie you know it did things 
You know, it's like true. people, Good point. Good point. like comic book nerds were like, okay, golf clap. Great job, man. Wow. We got to see like Spider-Man up there on the big screen, big name actors, lots of money. You know, this is what Spider-Man could possibly be. And that kind of kicked it off. I like the spirit of the movies mm. that the first, the trilogy was in. I liked the campiness. I liked the little stuff. I liked uh, Bruce Campbell's roles every time. Um you know, he, he went, he went, he tried to go old school comic booky, and I appreciate it. I did like that. But the actors are just fucking terrible. I mean, <laughs> never has there been a worse trifecta of Tobey Maguire, Kirsten Dunst, and James Franco. Yeah. I mean, they're fucking terrible. They're terrible. They're terrible. <laughs> but, um, but the new ones, Andrew Garfield is great. Emma Stone is great. It helps that they're dating, so they have good chemistry. Mm. Um, Who's the third in this? That guy, the goblin. What's his name? Yeah, I don't know. Whoever plays Harry Osborn. <laughs> yeah. uh, but the three of them, because I mean, in this movie, the three of them are great. Like when they're not fighting or in costume and stuff, they're they're really good together. It was you so. know it was amazing the the on screen chemistry just just in like the few scenes that's that because uh, I, I I purposely missed out on, on Amazing Spider-Man number one. So this is my first experience coming into the new franchise. Thank goodness, because I hate superhero origin stories because they suck. Right. But yeah. w- but you have to do one for whatever reason. It's yeah. their tradition. They're like, well, people are dumb, so you have to do the <laughs> dumb one first, where we introduce you like slowly by holding their hands to the origin story. Um, yeah, this one it was like, man, uh, like I'm actually laughing out loud at like just like some of the scenes that they're doing like between like Harry Osborn and Peter Parker it was just laugh out loud funny and they were just like it seemed like they were just messing around like a couple of old pals like I actually really believe that they were friends yeah they're really cool and and it was again to go back to I always have to compare them to help prove what I liked and didn't like the first three was just two soap opera breed uh, I put way too many P's in that. Two yeah. soap opery. Uh-huh. That even sounds wrong too. Anyways, <laughs> fuck it. So, because uh, I hate soap operas. Anyways, except wrestling. It's soap opery. So, yeah. Um, in the first ones, there was just like, uh, here's how Spider-Man goes. Peter Parker's life sucks. Mm-hmm. It sucks to be Parker. That's why when he becomes Spider-Man, you're happy. Because you're like, yeah, man, the fucking nerd, probably just like me, uh, sucked. But then he got powers. It's everyone's dream. Yay! But then they're always like, well, here's a secret. It actually sucks to be Spider-Man, too. <laughs> and then it makes Peter Parker's life suck even worse. <laughs> that was the first three movies. Right. Life sucks. Even when you've got the greatest powers ever, your life sucks even worse. And you're supposed to feel bad for these people. You know, it's like feeling bad for a millionaire, yeah. you know, that's crying because, you know, they <laughs> they lost one of their 17 cars or something. And so that's what turned me off to the first three movies. It's fucking stupid. You know, it's like, get over it. You have powers. We all got problems, but we don't have powers in our real life. Yeah. Just, the, just the problems. You've got both. Fucking deal with it. You know, I, I think the perfect example is in Spider-Man 2, when uh, when Peter Parker kind of uh, uh, he purposely breaks up with Mary Jane, but he's trying to be with her, but he doesn't have enough time because he has to have a job and be Spider Man at the same time, and he's getting macked on by the hot like Russian uh, neighbor chick, like his landlord's uh, daughter, and he's like, not really that hot, but go ahead. Well, I mean, I mean you know, it's something, and uh, yeah. uh, she wasn't too terrible looking, and he's like, man, is this my life? Do I not get what I want? And then uh, watching the scene, I'm just like. Banger. 
Dude, yeah. just bang her. You don't have a girlfriend. Dude, she looks sort of hot. She's really into you. She's bringing you cake. Just, just come on, man. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously, we, we could go on forever about why we hate those movies. But this this movie, okay, I mean, you didn't see the first one. The first one was good. They made the necessary changes. They fucking made the costume look great. The costume okay. was perfect. Yes. The costume was perfect. The webbing, as weird as it sounds, to me, the webbing was perfect. The, you know, it's it's a simple detail, but I thought the webbing was cool. I thought the way he shot it was cool. I thought the sound effect was cool. Like the, how he webbed people, how he swung at it. It was important to me. I thought the webbing was cool. <laughs> cool. And I have to say the greatest part about this movie is they fucking nailed Spider-Man. Yeah. Spider-Man was awesome. When he's got the costume on and he's Spider-Man, it is the best. Tip my cap to you, sir. Whoever directed this movie, <laughs> it's, it's a Mark uh, Webb. Mark yeah, Webb. Webb. Yeah, figures. Um, so, <laughs> wait, wait, what do you mean figures? Webb, you know. Oh, okay. I thought you were like, no. oh, that guy. No, 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 no. Sorry, but Spider-Man is awesome. It's just like the comic book version that we always wanted. He's being corny. He's making fun of the villains and, and pushing them to their boiling point as he's kind of embarrassing them instead of just beating them. He's he's being hilarious, like when he's in Times Square. And he takes out Electro, and he's wearing a fireman's hat, and he's holding the hose, and then he's going in for high fives and fist bumps afterwards. It's like, this is fucking cool. When he takes out the rhino in the beginning, who's not the rhino yet, just the, the villain, it's hilarious. This is the Spider-Man we've always wanted. This is why we liked him in the comics. When he's got the mask on, it is amazing. And just the effects of Spider-Man zipping around, jumping on buildings. He does a couple too many triple axles in the air, but doesn't need to, but that's okay. That's okay, but he always wanted to be a diver in, in real life or something. But uh, when Spider-Man is rocking, this movie's awesome. True. I, 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 will say, I will say, I think the weakest part of this movie, just speaking of like the triple axles, is like the first, is like the first uh, 10 minutes. Because it's just, it's just, it's nothing but like cheesecake, Spider-Man slow motion, like diving through the city shots. And I'm just like, all right, all right, I get it. All right, I get it. He's super powerful. He keeps on diving. Oh, but he's like zipping around like he's going to catch himself last minute. Got it. If you were Spider-Man, that's how you would do it too. It's true, but I don't need to see like, you know, like the super slow-mo and then all of a sudden fast motion. Like five times in a row. I thought the first 10 minutes was fantastic. I was like, this is a fucking comic book movie. Taking out street thugs, man. That was so awesome. Fighting uh, fighting the rhino, pre-rhino. It took, like, it, 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 honestly, it took me a little bit to get in because, because it was so different. Because I was like, this Spider-Man is really wacky. And the music, too. The music kind of took me off beat. Like, the music was, like, upbeat and kind of silly. You know, so, at, every, at so everything times. that would make a good Spider-Man movie threw you off. No, no, no I'm, I, I don't. It was upbeat. Spider-Man was wacky. He wasn't crying through his mask. It was Shia very Bluff different. Style. I didn't understand. What do you mean different? Different by you mean awesome? Different by being like not like any of the other Marvel movies because it Which wasn't made by thing. Marvel. Well, I'm uh, just saying. I'm, they I'm got just that saying. Part right. No, I'm. I, all right, and you're Spider-Man. This is like your perfect Spider-Man movie. Well, no, no. not at all. Just oh. when he's Spider-Man. <laughs> Here, here's the thing. Here, here's what I, I'll have to get into this. I like the actors. Mm-hmm. I love Spider-Man. Okay. Usually, what makes a good superhero movie is the villain. And in this case, I thought the villain sucked. Wow, really? 
Yeah, like Electro sucked. Like they worked hard. Like they were, and Green Goblin sucked hard. They worked really hard on both of them to build them up before they became the supervillains, and mm-hmm. I liked them then. Once yeah. they became the supervillain, Electro was just like, I'm fucking too cool for school. <laughs> I some for some really thin reason, I need to kill Spider-Man, even though I love him. And then Harry Osborn's <laughs> like, I need to kill Spider-Man too, because I love Peter Parker. Like, I mean, what? well, I'll get into Green Goblin in a second. Yeah. Electro, that's weak. He has cool powers, and when he fights Spider-Man, it is cool. But as far as the villain, his whole reason for being is so thin and so dumb well well i mean the reason i i i felt it was justified i'm not i'm not saying that their take on electro was great or amazing uh but i felt like they really made you believe in the character like you said like building him up like before it becomes electro and stuff uh you know as like all right clearly this guy has like some mental problems you know and that's kind of yeah and like you know (laughs) Uh, we we kind of hear the voices in his head when he transforms into Electra for the first time, which I really didn't care for. I felt like that was yeah. the lowest part of the movie. I was like, I don't need to hear like the timed outs of the music, uh, like voices in his head to believe that he's going crazy. Like, yeah, yeah you didn't need to do that for me. Thank you very much. Yeah. And it was just to- it was just so weird. It was like the reason for him to hate Spider Man was dumb. If he just decided that he wanted to get back at the people. <clears throat> That's totally cool. Makes sense. If he decides he wants to shut down all the power, that's cool. Makes sense. We had to keep tying it into, like, I suddenly hate Spider-Man. Well, wasn't a fan of that. I mean, I, I thought it was great that, all right, uh, it was kind of like one of those, it, I feel it was, it was it, I felt like the electric man was very realistic in, <laughs> no, when he, when he gets resurrected and all of a sudden he's his crazy powers and he's kind of wandering around kind of in a, in a daze. I was like, all right, I could totally believe it. He's kind of like Spider-Man, you know, like having this like yeah. weird mind trip about like, you know, he was a Spider-Man fanatic, and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, like, his mental problems are surfacing. So I felt like the whole Times Square scene, minus, like, the, the schizo voices, I was like, all right, I believe it. I buy it. Cool. And then after he gets tortured for a while, uh, and he starts, like, going a little bit more nuts, and he's like, my name's Electro, and I sound like a badass now. I was like, all right, cool. I bought it. You know? So but, I, they, they had me the whole way. But see, that's the reason why I didn't like Electro, because I just wanted him to get help. Like, Electro just needed counseling. He didn't need <laughs> Spider-Man to kick his ass. He just needs someone to hold his hand. So it's like mm. a villain. I couldn't really get behind the villain because you want him to be more bad than that. He was just troubled. True. And he just happened to get Electro powers. So uh, I just couldn't really, you know, I like my villains bad. Mm. You know, so I, I, I was like, eh, you know, like, I don't need you to die. I feel bad for you. I don't really want to feel that bad for the villains, but I felt bad for him. Uh, Green Goblin, totally rushed. He was Harry Osborn for a long time, and then all of a sudden he's like, ah, I'm a Green Goblin! Ah! <laughs> and then he just only shows up as the Green Goblin to fight Spider-Man at the very end of the movie and doesn't do anything. The Green Goblin, we know and love, is supposed to be cunning. He's supposed to think of traps to set for the Spider-Man. He just kind of showed up as like, ah, I'm on a hoverboard. Suck it, Back to the Future, and then he's like, <laughs> and he sees Emma Stone, and he's like, huh? and he looks at P- uh, Spider-Man, huh? and he does it three <laughs> more times, huh? Huh? oh, I know who Spider-Man is, and then he just jumps right into, ah, let me fuck you up. He just, uh, Green Goblin, you're supposed to be more diabolical than this. He was just kind of like, he he was like a, 
you know, like a newborn version of Green Goblin, which I get, but um, I just he was so rushed. Well, you know, he spent the whole movie turning into him, but then he's just like, here I am, and I want to kill Spider-Man too for this stupid reason. All right, so I feel like I like the Green Goblin. You know, they uh, really they built him up. Uh, his scenes with Peter when he was just a regular dude dying of this horrible disease was great. And it was a great way to get him into that character of just like, all right, how do you turn this normal, you know, guy into like he's going to kill Spider-Man? Oh, he's dying. And Spider-Man's blood is the only way that can save him. And when Spider-Man really pisses him off by not giving it to him, he's going to take it. And yes. then he gets and he gets kind of like, um, you know... Um, like he and he's also going a little bit crazy. I thought it was great that he just showed up in the end because I really feel like, uh, and this happens with a lot of movie sequels, is this uh, part two, like Amazing Spider-Man two, is actually just part one of a two-part movie. So Amazing Spider-Man two and Amazing Spider-Man three are the same movie. We're just getting the first half, and they set it up so well so that Spider-Man is in like the deepest, darkest, crappiest hole. Uh, at the beginning of number three, and totally, totally and, disagree. He's already out of the hole by the end of this movie. That's where I felt like uh, you know the last thirty minutes of the movie were were kind of weird, you know, well, and that like they brought him out of that to kind of have a happy ending. Well, here's what I like to do, Chad. I like to spend my money to go see a movie that's not going to be as good as the next one. <laughs> that's what I like to see. I was like, all right, that movie is so getting me ready for the next one. They didn't do enough in this one, you know. It's like, come on, I'm I'm sitting in this seat now. I'm trying. I'm not trying to shit on this movie because I did like this. It's the best of the Spider-Man movies I've seen so far. But I just didn't like the bad guys. You know, I thought the Rhino was by far the best villain. He was hilarious, campy, comic booky in the beginning, and then they bring him at the very end in the suit. I was loving it. Yeah, I'm loving it. Wish I could have seen more <laughs> of the fight because I was like, thank you, you nailed it. This is awesome. The Rhino is hilarious. See, I feel like the, the rhino out of everybody was was like the most one dimensional. Like there was nothing. That's nothing perfect. That's perfect. I mean, that was perfect. That's what he needed. You needed a one dimensional thug that was kind of funny to perfectly go against this kind of Spider Man. He worked well with Spider Man. That was the best parts of the movies. It was when Spider Man's taking on Rhino and thugs and stuff. I was loving it. I, I enjoyed the overall plot. Like I, I it's <laughs> when you call him Sad Electro, it's kind of true. It but, was. But These villains sucked. They, you know, they weren't just like your over the top villains. It's more like this morally ambiguous gray area, which is like more yeah. the more modern realistic approach. Well, let's talk about Gwen Stacy. We yeah. all knew in the comic books Gwen Stacy dies, and we knew from going into this that she might die or she might not. And then they saw these, they, they took some onset pictures uh, last year where she's dressed in the same outfit that Gwen Stacy's wearing in the comic books. Mm. Green Goblin's involved. So now, going into this, I was actually, I was really enjoying the moment of trying to figure out if Gwen Stacy was going to die or not. I was like, this would be awesome if she died, but would they actually do it? Mm. They're setting it up to at least make us think that she will, but do they have the balls to see it through? And and that's been ever since they introduced her in the first one, uh, it's been the question of like, oh my God, Gwen Stacy, are they gonna kill her? Yeah, you know? and they totally did, and it was awesome. Well, dude, it was so it was <laughs> man for the beginning of the movie. It's like, well, 
spoiler alert, dead Captain Stacy is like around and Peter feels really bad about somebody that died on his that, watch. Guess what's going to happen? That was pretty funny. Sad Dennis Leary just kept showing up and nodding his head. <laughs> He's like, God damn, I keep seeing ghost Dennis Leary ghost everywhere. See, I, oh, wait, sad Dennis Leary. I figured I figured after Gwen Stacy died, like ghost ghost uh, Captain Stacy would show up and give him like a double like finger bomb. Like, bam, bam, fuck you. How many fucking times did I have to show up? You killed my daughter. Yeah, I wonder if she's going to show up in the next movie next to him. <laughs> like, together. like a force ghost. You killed us, Peter. <laughs> so, but I was excited to find out. I, mean, I definitely need to see it before it got spoiled that she died. So Dude, I, I, I was excited go... to see if she was going to die or not. And it was a really long sequence. So you really weren't sure. You're like, oh, I think they're going to kill her. But they might save her. And was, but they didn't. So good for you, Spider people. I feel like that was something that the movie did much better than the comics. In the comics, you, you can't really tell that uh, she was like the goblins, like, she was dead anyway. Ha ha, you killed her. But. I really killed her because she was going to die because of the fall that she took. And, and Spider-Man's like, you killed her even though I killed her. And it was this weird moment where they were trying to backpedal, it seemed, a little bit. In the movie, it's so yeah. clear when he accidentally kills her that she was dead anyway. Like, like her yeah. spine snaps like a, a foot above the ground. And, and it's, it's like really clear, way more clear than the comics that like there was nothing he could have done. Yeah, Green Goblin killed her. Yeah. I mean, he pushed her down, he dropped her, and even though he snagged her the last second, her head still rocked off the concrete. <laughs> so she was dead either way. Either yeah. the webbing killed her or the fall killed her or both, but she was dead. So, now, you know, I've said before, I don't like it when Peter Parker gets too sad. Mm -hmm. And there were some sad moments, but that's why I loved the ending. I loved the ending of both movies. The first one... Peter Parker's like, meh, Captain Stacy died, I can't be with Gwen, I promised him, and then he kind of whispers into Gwen's ear in class, he's like, yeah, but those, the, the, the promises you can't keep, those are the best kind or something, and you, you know it, you know he's going to get with her, so you're like, yay, and so at the end of this one too, it's like, oh, this sucks, he's dead, a little too sad, and he's like, and they're like, ah, fuck it, I'm still Spider-Man, there's still people <laughs> that need to be saved, so let's go out, and I, I was like, yeah, you know, all right, cool. Get out of the funk. Get back into the game. You know, she's gone. So get over it. Stop dating. And let's just have a kick-ass three movie. Or, sorry, that sounded like the wrong thing. Let's have a kick-ass third movie. Yes, I agree with you. It sets it up brilliantly for the third one. It, it makes it sound like the third one's going to be so amazing. We're all going to shit our pants. Uh, this one was, despite its flaws, of shitty, shitty villains <laughs> that uh, were shitty. Um, it was still really good. The acting was really good. The main characters were good. And Spidey could not have been more perfect when he had the mask on. And he only takes the mask off once. And it was necessary. For some reason, Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man costumes were made out of paper, mache, <laughs> tissue paper. So they, they always ripped. And if he's not ripping his own mask off, they're disintegrating half of the mask so you can watch Toby's face. Well, so he can be uh, an actor. But in this one, <laughs> when he's Spider-Man, the costume stays on. And yeah. the mask stays on. And only gets a little ripped and not the face. So think, it's like, thank you guys so much. I think they, they finally figured out the formula. It's like, all right, we'll give you like half the movie to get in your, uh, your, your Oscar scenes. Spoiler mm -hmm. alert, you can't win Oscars for comic book movies. 
Um, yeah. You know, and, and some serious acting. And then you don't do serious acting when you're Spider-Man, and that's the deal. That's, what, a, yeah. what a great deal. It was fantastic. I mean, I really did like, you know, I feel like in this review, I'm kind of shitting too much on it. It was just because I'm disagreeing with you so much. But I really did enjoy the movie. And part of why I liked it was because it was the kickoffs of, of summer movie season. I successfully snuck out of work because my boss had to go to a department meeting in a different building. Good job. So he didn't even know I was gone. <laughs> um, so I'm always, I always enjoy that first summer movie season, but or this first movie of the season. And it was entertaining. Like I said, they, they've never gotten Spider-Man more right than they did in this movie. I feel and like even he, though even, sorry, even, even Peter Parker's hair was right. I'd be like, that is ultimate Peter Parker right there. That's ultimate Spider-Man down to the hair. Yeah, he was good. Whether he had the mask on or off, he was cool. I mm -hmm. enjoyed his character. Like I said, got a little too emo again. Just like, you know, that's like Spider-Man's real villain. <laughs> emo. De depression? Hey, you know, that's, yeah, that's a serious really thing. It really is. It really is. Like, he... You know, he keeps, it's like that mango skit with Chris Kattan in uh, late 90s Saturday Night Live. You can't tell for the mango! And then they turn around and then he like, like reaches towards them and they turn back. He's like, no, you can't tell for me! And then reaches towards them again. <laughs> That's basically what Spider-Man was doing. It's like, I can't be with you, Gwen, but I want you so bad, baby. Don't you? No, but I can't. Oh, but I would. I'm stalking you with my Spider-Man costume. <laughs> Dude, yeah, that's, that's that's the eternal struggle, man. He's like, baby, I would bone you so hard, but I'm pretty sure you would die. And then when he's finally like, all right, all right, screw it, screw the Force Ghost, I don't care. I just want to be with you. You're my destiny. I choose you to die. I just think that at the end, when he was holding her and she was dead, he's like, Gwen, I was totally right. I told you you'd die. <laughs> this is why we had to break up. Should've, I told you. Should have gone to London. Oh, I well. told you. I fucking webbed you to the police car and told you to stay there, you dummy. And you didn't listen. <laughs> well, who's dead now? You I didn't was, have spider powers. I, I was disappointed that, that they clearly killed off Electro. I was like, yo, Electro could be in the Sinister Six, man. He's made electricity. How do you kill him uh, off? You know, just like... Uh, you know, put him somewhere else. You know, we didn't have to see the little, like, weirdly little battery power thing on the side of his temple going down to zero. Just have yeah. him be ambiguously dead and he can come back later. I'm so glad he's dead. He Aww. needed to go. Electro sucked. And great. he's too powerful to fit in the Sinister Six. The other guys are way more grounded. Um, which was, it, it was necessary. That guy had to go. Jamie Foxx didn't get to do all of these movies anyways. So, I was so glad Electro died. He sucked. I thought he, he was, was great. He was cool fighting Spider-Man. Electricity versus good guy, that was fun. But he sucked otherwise, so. And they um, they actually did reveal who the Sinister Six is in the uh, during the credits. Really? You know, I saw the X-Men commercial and I kind of checked out. Uh, I stayed all the way to the end because I was like, all right. They were con contractually obligated to put in the X-Men <laughs> promo. All right, here's the thing. If you're going to put scenes in the end credits, they have to get you pumped for, like, the next movie. They have to show you new stuff. Right. Not just the fucking little clip that we've already basically seen from the X-Men that we're going to see in three weeks. It was so that so was a weird. total fail. Total it was fail. so... I was like, what? Did, did the theater put that in there? It was like... I, I was just thrown for a loop. I was like, what did I just... Was that... Did everybody see that? It was the only way they would release, Fox owns the director, and it's the only way that they would release him to make Spider-Man is if they got to cross-promote X-Men. But Jeez. it was a total fail, because it was yeah. a stupid clip, 
and it wasn't for the right movie. When you have end credit scenes, it's supposed to be stuff you haven't, you know, to get you pumped for a new for the the next thing, something you haven't seen. Mm-hmm. So that sucked. But I stayed till the very end. Me and an elderly couple <laughs> stayed until the very end of Spider Man. They're, they're probably dead. Well, it's as <laughs> as mad as I was. They were like, "God damn it! I don't got much time left on this earth." I just wasted five minutes, you know? They probably died last night. So, like, to them, time is precious. And they sat through five to seven minutes of credits just to get nothing. It's like, come on, you're going to have an X-Men scene and you're not going to have anything. But if you watch closely, they did have a very brief scene where they flashed metallic logo versions of the Sinister Six. Mm. There was a rhino horn. There was Doc Ock and Vulture. The only, the only one that you, I mean, you obviously knew those two were going to be in it from right. because they they flashed it in the movie a zillion times. But they definitely, definitely showed a logo of Craven the Hunter. Okay. So he's going to be. That was like the only reveal because they only revealed five because oh. then the goblin, the goblin's going to be in it too. Right. So it's like we don't know who the sixth one is. So we're reserved, we're holding it until we've test focus grouped uh, who <laughs> the sixth one should be. Although they they introduced Felicia Hardy the black cat in this movie. Right. So I guess it might be her. Eh, she, uh, she's never been a part of the Sinister Six, though. I mean, it's always like Spidey mm-hmm. villains, not like people you want to bang. Just she's saying. always been half villain, though. I mean, and now, and now, like in the current comics, she's gone like all villain, uh, yeah. which is kind of I don't know if it's interesting or not. Um, but wh- who who is the guy that Goblin's talking to? Who's Mister Fierce? Is that the Shocker? Let me probably Google it real quick. Yeah, when, when he comes in the building, they're like. Oh, hello, Mr. Fierce. I'm like, Mr. Fierce? Yeah. Who? Yeah, I thought. I was like, oh, this is someone I should know if I was more of a Spider-Man fan, but I didn't, so. Yeah. All right, it's time, it's time, to, it's time to Google. I was like, you know, it's probably the one of the Shockers. No, that guy's more of a Southern dude. Let's see. Minor characters by the universe. Um, Mr. Fierce, F-I-E-R-S, a.k.a. Gustav Fierce, is known as The Gentleman. What? I I have no idea who this guy is. The, the gentleman has no superpowers, but this agent of chaos uses his genius-level intellect, wealth, knowledge to control people and organizations. Hmm. Okay. Uh, okay. It was cool. I mean, the angle with his, uh, his parents being, you know, on the run and stuff, they had like a James Bond spy sequence in the beginning with the parents right. where, the, where his dad just like frantically fought... In an airplane flying out of control for his laptop. <laughs> Nerd to the end, man. <laughs> I will hit send on this email. Yeah. And his wife is just <laughs> like, down, like I... make sure to download all the torrents, James. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Update your Facebook status to dead before you go. Yeah. <laughs> CC Uncle Ben. <laughs> Stop me this. I, I thought I'm also glad was... Peter Parker. I'm just saying I'm glad Peter Parker figured it out. Like it didn't stretch to another movie. He's like, oh, my dad, it was a good guy. He was just. I hear this whole time. I've spent my whole life hating him, and he was murdered. Oops. It was... Sorry for all the misplaced rage. I was just thinking, man, wow. Uh, he left him. What he left Peter when he was like ten which is like 10-ish years ago, and yet he has like this amazing Wi-Fi happening on this private plane. Like, how is that possible? That was, well, that was what I was just, thinking. I think you're going to just explain it and say rich people had it first. All right, I could get, I could see that. 
They worked for Oscorp. Big ass cell phones and Wi-Fi in a plane. He worked for Oscorp. They must have had some new thing. Although you know, but after what? No, he did. He did re-plug in an Ethernet cable. Yeah, that's true. He did need that. So yeah, but still, you're you're wireless if you're doing it from a plane. Just saying. So I would I would definitely say, dear listeners, if you uh, if you haven't seen the movie yet and you listen to our podcast, I would definitely see the uh, I would definitely recommend going to see this movie. It's a great time, lots of action, kick ass, and if you really felt like you're a fan of Spider Man, I feel like they do a lot of fan service. Yeah, like I said, when he's got the mask on, it's pretty amazing. Mm-hmm. Like, it's really well done. <laughs> the scenes, re- really good. The cinematography was off the chart. Special effects are great. I mean, he's witty. He's the Spider-Man we always wanted. Spider-Man himself was awesome. I feel like we, di- we didn't even talk about the jokes. Like, and I'm not, I'm not, you know, I'm not even going to spoil the jokes. Like, there's so many great, funny one-liners. Um, oh, dude, happy... Happy free comic book day, by the way. Yeah, did you get any? I went. Uh, we went out to our local comic book shop, uh, like in the afternoon. Uh, mm-hmm. But really, they're one of those places that don't really stock a lot of free comic books. You know, like people show up, at, like we did, and there's like the lamest two left on their shelf. Like they yeah. don't really. They're not really into um, like the free comic book day. But they were serving free subs. They had like cool. a they had like a huge like a, like a six foot long sub that they were chopping up, and there were a lot of people in there, and uh, and you know I I supported my local comic book store because it's not about getting free comics it's about going into the store and supporting your store. So Called free comic book day for a reason, man. <laughs> it, I mean it's it's like a great reason to get people in stores. No, so so I was uh, my wife and my baby were there, and uh, we've been out for a little bit. So I was kind of like, all right, quickly find something because whenever I'm in a comic book store, it was always I just take forever and finding what I my selection, you know, because there's so much cool stuff. So I wound up going with uh, Batman Night of the Owls because mm. everybody told me that Batman Court of the Owls was really good, but they they didn't have that in paperback. They only had like that in hard cover which is like 30 bucks and it was it's kind of short yeah, it's pretty was it short it was it, it was, like it spanned for quite a while it was short it, whatever hardcover thing they had of court of the owls was oh. really short looking so the night of the owls was thick and it was paperback and it was and it was like 25 bucks i think so or maybe no actually it was more like 20 bucks uh, and it was new 52 so i was like all right so if i need to read old court of the owls maybe i can do that online and then I'll I'll, I'll read uh, Night of the Owls. Um, I forgot to tell you what the coolest part about seeing Spider-Man was. What's that? I walked out of the movie theater, and there was this black car, like murdered out black, <laughs> like murder tinted black. window. Yeah, like murdered out black, midnight black, tinted windows. The license plate said daywalker nice (laughs) it's the greatest car i've ever seen in my life fucking blade went and saw spider-man with me awesome wait did you get a picture (laughs) what no because i was like i really thought it was inappropriate like if 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 blade (laughs) saw me taking a picture of his license plate i thought he would like be pissed and i would get i really did think about it it just seemed inappropriate so i didn't do it i mean because here i was technically skipping out of work you know and i'm very recognizable and I just, I was like, <laughs> Not I want to take a picture. Blade. <laughs> I know. So, uh, but no, it was cool. Murdered out black car in the license plates at Daywalker. Daywalker. I was that's like, fucking awesome. cool. 
That wow. was pretty awesome. We um, <laughs> so what do you think? What do you think? Uh, I mean, today we're taping this on Saturday, May the third. Tomorrow is Star Wars Day, May the fourth. Um, what do you think is going to happen tomorrow? Are they going to give us the title of the movie? I mean, they already gave us a huge chunk of nerd change, you know, with that cast photo. So yeah. and 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 declaring that only the movies and the Clone Wars series are canon. I mean, that's we've right. been chewing on that for like only a few days now. Right. And and uh, in case I wasn't clear earlier, I support that decision in as much as that means that we won't know what's going to happen in the movies. That's mm-hmm. awesome. But I really loved reading those books. So I'm sad if that means those books have been discontinued because there's more good stories to tell that way. So that that's what I meant. Like, uh, I, I don't need to know going into the movie what's going to happen ahead of time. Like, they don't need to steal it from those books. I'm just sad because I like reading those books. And if so, if they're done, then I'm like, oh, too bad. Well, I mean, it's kind of like the DC's New 52. I mean, they kind of declared the old Superman and everybody, like, not canon anymore so they could mm-hmm. have new adventures. You know, and, and like, I like the New 52 for the most part. It's like, they get to do stuff that's, like, totally fresh. They don't have to be haunted by the specter of, um, you know, uh, Superman being killed off by Doomsday and then coming right back. Uh, mm-hmm. Although I think maybe they've done that already. Um, you know, it's like, it's like as much as I thought that was lame, they made it cool with Flashpoint, the movie. You mm-hmm. know, so, like, I think it's the, it's the same thing. Like, you know, all right. So you can still appreciate the extended universe for what it was, you know, it's like a time capsule and like there's still going to be more extended universe coming up now, but it's going to be based on, you know, these new movies. Right. That's what I'm saying. I'm I'm excited for movies that I don't know what's going to happen in, but I'm sad because I liked reading those extended universe books and I want to read more of those. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's not like they just ended and wrapped up, you know, they left off at some cool points. So... I'm just, I wish they could have both. I wish they could keep uh, coming out with those books and saying these aren't real, <laughs> but we just want to keep telling them, and uh-huh. these have no impact on the movie. Well, that's you know, they've spent 20, they've spent 20 years making a pretty detailed universe, so, but at the same time, now I can read new books that uh, none of that shit happened in, so welcome back, Chewbacca from the dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. I was going to say, so, no, they can kill off Chewbacca again. Yeah, so... So I wonder if tomorrow they're just going to give the name of the movie, because or maybe maybe they were supposed to tell us who all the actors were on May the fourth, mm-hmm. but it was already leaking out the day before. Yeah, that they're all getting spotted in London, so they wanted to just get out in front of it. You know, I I feel like um, I, I I've been thinking about Star Wars a lot today. I feel like uh, it, if they just give us like an inkling that they're going to dismiss midichlorians as a pseudoscience in the first five minutes of the film that's all i want i will like every nerd will cheer and uh, i know they kind of uh, hinted at that already but like please put it in the movie make it canon <laughs> well they're, they're not gonna do that i know but they should <laughs> they re- they'd be like midichlorians that's bullshit yeah I'm excited. I think this is going to be good. I like it. I like that um, you know they went with some people, some unknowns that we know nothing about, mm-hmm. and some people that the little that they've done we like. So I think it's so far so good. And uh, you know they got the guy from The Exorcist who I thought was dead. So he'll be cool. <laughs> they need I mean, an old haggard looking dude. Although I don't want him to be a bad guy because 
too old for bad is just you can't do much. Well, no, he's bringing in a double. Well, he's not going to be. Well, the 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 main villain is not going to be him. It's going to be somebody else. Right. Yeah. So I mean, as long as they don't, you know, make him Count Dooku. <laughs> um, but I mean, that guy's cool either way. So. Yeah. Can they can they update the Star Wars naming system while they're at it? Because Count Dooku, just the wow. the ridiculous prequel names really showcased how horrible the star wars naming algorithm was yeah i i'm i'm in i'm into uh whatever that whatever abrams is gonna do i'm I'm just gonna trust him i'm not gonna hate on any decisions right i'll wait until i see the movie and i expect to really really enjoy it yeah i i I watching or looking at a picture of the cast you know i wish there were you know a few more ladies up there there's only like two (laughs) it's kind of a star wars sausage fest uh well other than that you look in the picture though there's more rows of chairs just oh. not in the inner circle mm-hmm. so there's other ones in there right and then there was rumors that there was a couple of them i mean like start like enough people said what you said that star wars had to have a press release and be like there are more chicks sorry good you just I, didn't see I, I missed that press release everybody gets all high and mighty on these on press releases that are kind of negative you know, or people are talking about them negatively, but then the ones that come out afterwards, they're like, no, no, we didn't actually kill off the baby bear for biting college students, sorry. Like, nobody ever sees those. Yeah, no, they, uh, they said there are more women, so don't All worry. Right. All right, sweet. We had the, uh, today was Kentucky Derby Day. Oh, yeah? Horse races. It's you one watch, of the Super Bowl of horse races. You watch, uh, horse racing? I watched three. The Kentucky Derby, the Belmont, and the Preakness, because that's where we bet money on. <laughs> so my wait, friends and I... You bet money on horse races? Fuck yeah, who doesn't? I, I, I've never done that. Well, my friends and I, ever since college, we all take our money together. This started when we were poor in college, and not that we're not poor anymore, but we put all our money together, and we always bet all, all the biggest underdogs. Mm-hmm. Because if they win, and they don't, but if they win, we get rich. <laughs> <laughs> So we've been doing it ever since college now. We still do it. And so this year, you know, now there's PayPal. So it's it's a lot easier. <laughs> so we all PayPal our money in. And then one person goes to the uh, horse track, puts in the bets, and we bet all the ridiculous long shots. Wow. We do the trifectas, and um, we just hope for the best. And unfortunately, when you bet on the uh, long shots and the underdogs and the favorite wins, you don't get any money. <laughs> so the fucking favorite one. Yep. Jerk horse, break your leg and go turn into glue. Dude, did did you not watch the the original Simpsons Christmas special, where Homer yeah. does the exact same thing? He bets on he bets on the long shot, and Barney's like, "No, man, you gotta." He, oh, that's the wrong the wrong guy. Uh, he tells him to to bet on the favorite, and the favorite wins, and Homer loses all his money. Yeah, but see, if you bet on the favorite, you don't win any money either. Mm-hmm. You have to bet a shit ton to make barely anything back. That's why they're the favorite. Right. So you got to bet on all the long shots because then they give you ridiculous odds and you win a lot of money. One of these years is going to work. Fortunately, it wasn't this year. <laughs> so I went to Subway and ate a flatiza, drowned my sour. What's, my a, sorrow. what's a flatiza? It's the worst name ever. It's flatbread pizza. Oh. They should just call it like flitza or something. Flatiza doesn't even make sense because you don't call it pizza when you have a slice of pizza. Yeah, I don't <laughs> they know. They call it. If, I, if, I don't if, know. If I ever order from a Subway, like a pizza, which I don't see myself doing, uh, I'm going to be that guy who calls it a pizza. Well, I always do. I say flatbread pizza. They yeah. understand. I mean, is there so, not flatbread pizza there? 
There wasn't until just now. No, no, I'm just, just saying, like, is is there just, like, some other pizza that's not flatbread? Yeah, there is. Oh, okay. And it's okay. But flat, the flatbread pizza is pretty tasty, actually. Yeah? So, yeah. Subway, eat fresh. Yeah, eat fresh and eat pizza now. Yeah, so it's good. But, uh, yeah, so Kentucky Derby, I was all pumped. I was like, yeah, win daddy some money. <laughs> <laughs> These are things I bet on every year. You bet on you make Super Bowl bets or NFL playoff bets. You bet on March Madness college basketball, mm-hmm. and you bet on the horses. Oh, They're fun. fun. As long as you're having fun, it's you know it's fun. And one you know sometimes I win money on college basketball and football. Oh, and we bet money on fantasy football too. You know, well, that's all, at least you have a shot in that. Yeah, more than a shot because I'm amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know my fantasy. All right. So you can check us out every week. We are the Jumpman Podcast. Uh, we're on RetroWareTV.com, Elder-Geek.com. We're on RageQuitTV.com. Uh, check us out on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, over at our headquarters at JumpmanPodcast.com. And uh, send us a note on Facebook. And uh, I don't know, may, may the 4th be with you. Well, they're going to get this on the 6th. May, so. May the 6th or whatever. <laughs> Jumpman engaged. I find your lack of faith disturbing. Watch your stand.